stories. Weird stories. And murders, too. The hermit knows of them all. Turn out your lights. Turn them out. <sighs> Have you heard the story, The House of Purple Shadows? Hmm? In an unassuming home in a central Vermont town that holds dark, deadly, and ghostly secrets. Listen while the hermit tells you the story. <laughs> Yesterday, we weren't so alarmed, but when he didn't come to the office this morning, why, then we concluded something must be wrong. Well, if he's here in the house, we'll, we'll find out in a minute, Benson. Yes. Hmm. It's dark in this hallway, Mr. Lamont. Must be a, a light switch here somewhere. Uh, uh, yes, yes, here it is. Oh, that's, that's better. He hasn't been sleeping here at his house for over a year. No. They said at the club that he wasn't there yesterday and slept in his room last night. Well, in that case, he must be here. Well, that's what I'm afraid of. Maybe he had a stroke or something and wasn't able to get to a phone. Hmm. We'll look upstairs first. Yes, I think we'd better. Ah, here's the stairway. It's strange, isn't it? If he came here in the evening, wouldn't he have left some lights on? That's what I was thinking. Ah. It's gloomy in this house. No wonder he shut it all up and went to live at the club after his wife died. Mr. Davidson has always been a peculiar man. I haven't been his attorney as long as I have without realizing that. Mm. Do you know which bedroom is his? Yes, I think this one. Well, at least we'll try this room first. Okay. Uh, I, what is it? Is it locked? I, it, it seems to be stuck. Uh, must be the door has swelled. Let me try it, Mr. Lamont. I, I, I'm getting it now. Here it comes. Jeez. What's the matter, Benson? I don't know, but when you opened the door, it was as if something grabbed a hold of my hand. What? I, I know it sounds weird, but it was as if an icicle touched me. Why, it's just the cold air rushing out of this room. It's as black as night in here. Curtains and drapes are heavily drawn. Yes. Now, if I can find a light in here... Oh, here, here it is, Mr. Lamont. Ah, he's not in here. No, not here. Maybe this isn't his room. If he's going to stay in the house, sleep in here. This room hasn't been touched for a long time, has it? Hmm, I guess not. Mr. Lamont, isn't it odd that this room should be so cold? No, uh, there's nothing strange about that. Uh, a room that's all closed up gets damp and cold. I have a feeling that it's going to start snowing here at any minute. This cold air brr, seems to freeze your very blood. Mr. Benson, I, I don't think your employer stayed at this house night before last. I don't think anyone's been in this house for a long time. Well then, where is he? I don't know. Well, look in the other rooms up here. Turn off this light. Should we close the door? Yes, let's leave everything as we found it. If he finds out that we've been snooping around up here, he may not like it. He's very peculiar. I know, but certainly he'd want us to hunt for him if he thought we were worried. Uh, if we thought he was lying up here dead. <sighs> he doesn't like people prying into his affairs. Well, that is true. Here, we'll look in this upstairs library. Uh, if he's not in there, well, then means he's not in the house. Yes. Uh... 
What was that? Uh, sounds like a moan. Yes, it, it did. Mr. Davidson, where are you? Mr. Davidson! Mr. Davidson, where are you? He's not here in the library. No, it, it sounds as if it came from downstairs. Yes, yes, I, I guess it did. Uh, hurry, let's get down there. Yes. Mr. Davidson, where are you? He's not here in the living room. No, but we, we heard a moan from somewhere. Sounded like it. Mr. Lamont, look. Look, do you see? See what I'm pointing at? Where? Look, that book on the table. It, it moved. What? It moved all by itself. It did. I saw it. I, I, I saw it. It moved from one side of the table to the other. Oh, nonsense. That, that's impossible. My eyes aren't playing me tricks that badly. I saw it move. Come over here. Look, you, you see where it's been lying? Imprint in the dust. Yes, now it's over here. Wait a minute. This is getting a little too deep for me. Oh, Benson, oh, yeah. what's the matter now? I, I, I felt that touch on my hand again. I, I, I did. There's something strange going on here. Look, look over there at the window. You see that? I do. It's like someone was touching those drapes and making them move. Yes, Mr. Lamont... Let's get out of here. Let's get out. Right, Hurry! Right, yeah, let's go. They couldn't see me. They couldn't hear my voice. Is there anyone who can hear me speak? Oh, if you knew how badly I needed help. How hard I tried to make them hear me. You people who are of the world and know it. You who can step to the mirror, look in it, and see your face and body reflected there. Oh, how thankful you should be. Just a few moments ago, I managed to propel myself to the mirror in the hall. I looked into it. I stood directly in front of it. There was nothing there. I have no face, no body, no arms, no hands, and yet... And yet a sound came... From whatever it is that I am, like a moan. My lawyer, Mr. Lamont, and my bookkeeper, Mr. Benson, came rushing down the stairs. I could see them, but, great heaven, they couldn't see me. I called out, Help me! Help me! But they went out the door, slammed it shut, and left me here alone. Oh, doomed to what? Isn't there anyone who can tell me what's happened to me? Two days ago, yes, I can still reckon days. I left the office and went to the club. It was about an hour before dinner. I sat reading the paper. Suddenly, all the letters began to jump and dance before my eyes, and I distinctly heard something whispering in my ears. threw down the paper. No one seemed to be watching me. I was so frightened. I felt I must be ill. But I couldn't tell anyone in the club. There was a buzzing in my ears. And I could hear that voice saying, Go to your house. Go to your house. I walked out the door down the street. Some power seemed to be forcing me to go. I walked fast. I approached my house I hadn't lived in since my wife died. I looked up at it. It seemed to be weaving back and forth black clouds.
clouds hung over it. I walked up the stairs. I reached the outside door. Mechanically, I took the key from my pocket, inserted it into the lock, opened the door. I stood inside. Now, why was I here? Why they come to the house? I didn't know. I walked into the living room. Suddenly, I felt a great rush of cold wind. It engulfed me, whirled around me, seemed to be wrapping itself about me. Help! 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 Help my body! It's freezing! My blood has turned to ice! Help! 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 I can't move! I can't move! I couldn't move. The room seemed to be bathed in a purple twilight. It was then that I realized that I no longer had a physical body. I seemed to see everything in the room but myself. Look down at your hand and arm. Realize what it would mean to have the feeling of it but not being able to see it. Can you imagine such torture? I can make things move, but I can't see the hand that moves them. Oh, horrible, terrible calamity that has befallen me. How long am I going to go on like this? What sort of world am I living in, in the purple shadows between this and the next? Someone have mercy on me. Help me, great heavens, someone help me. Today's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. What's the first thing that you'd do if, say, you had an extra hour in your day? Would you go for a run? Maybe take a nap? Read a book? Or just show up for a friend? A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. And the question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you, so you can do more of it. If you're like me, you think, I can get through a lot. And we can. We're a resilient species. However, there are times that we need to reach out that hand and get a little help from somewhere else. That's what I did with BetterHelp. When I reached that limit and I realized things were getting a little bit out of control, instead of taking it out on my family or taking it out on myself, I just decided to reach out and get the help that I deserve. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, and it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy, my darklings. Get BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com P60. Do that today. You're going to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash P60. It's time to take control of your life. Dave's here rooting you on, and if I can do this, you can do this. Let's do this together. BetterHelp.com slash P60. There's a link for it on today's program guide. Mr. Benson. Yes, Mr. Lamont. Before we go into the next room and talk to Mr. Davidson's niece, uh, I think there are a few things we should settle between us. Yes, sir. Yesterday ended a year since the disappearance of Mr. Davidson. Uh, there's no doubt about it. He, he's dead. 
Well, he must be, sir. If he was kidnapped, which I'm inclined to think happened, the kidnappers must have gotten frightened and killed him. There were no ransom notes received. No, no, but but they became frightened after they killed him. But his body? I don't know what they did with it. It's possible that though we dragged the river, it it's still there. We've gone all over that before. This isn't what I want to talk to you about. It's, it's his house. Yes. Police have been through it dozens of times since the day last year when you and I went through it. I know they have. If they saw or heard anything peculiar, they failed to mention it. So far as you and I are concerned... I've never mentioned what happened to his soul. Nor I. Been so long now, I, I wonder if it could have been true. I often think the same thing. According to Mr. Davidson's will, the house and part of his estate is to be deeded to his niece, Loretta Hathaway. She and her husband are in the next room. I think it best, Mr. Benson, that we never tell her what occurred to us that day. I agree. She and her husband are are not wealthy. The money in the house would be very welcome to them. We shouldn't spoil it for her. No. We'll go inside now and read the will to them. Mr. Hathaway will take over Mr. Davidson's business. Think you'll find him a a nice man to work for. Come, uh, let's go inside. Dan, do you think you're going to like it here in this house? It almost seems too grand for us. I know it. Weren't you surprised to find out that Uncle Jim had willed us so much? Business, half his money, and this house? Well, rather. But then, of course, there was no one else for him to leave it to. I know. Dan, have you ever thought he might have committed suicide? Oh, I never thought that. Mother said he wasn't always as peculiar as he was during those last years. What do you mean? Well, I remember her saying that after he built this house and he and Aunt Mary moved into it, that he began to change. You know, there's something about this place that would make anybody change. Now, what do you mean? What I mean, Loretta, is that it's so blame cold in here. The house has been shut up for over three years, Dan. I know, but it's warm outside. This house is like an icebox and we've had windows open all day. It'll get thawed out in a few days. I hope so. I suppose we better retire. You take charge of the office tomorrow, don't you? Yes. Poor Uncle Jim. I still keep thinking that he may have committed suicide. I've often wondered if they went through his desk and things to see if he left any notes. Oh, yes, they've gone through his things a dozen times. Dan? Yes. It was three years ago that Aunt Mary died, wasn't it? What about that? She took an overdose of sleeping powder by mistake. Then, six months after that, Mother died. Then Uncle Jim disappeared. A lot of tragedy in one family in a few years, isn't it? I wouldn't dwell on that, Loretta. What are you doing? I just thought I'd go through his desk to see if I could find anything that no one else has discovered. I wouldn't look through those things tonight. Let's go upstairs. I will in a minute. Dan, Dan, come here. What is it? Look at this. Look at this writing. Well, what is it? That's what I'm asking you. Just purple marks on a piece of paper. I know, but what peculiar marks? Like they're made with a fingernail and written in some foreign language. What do you suppose it is? I haven't any idea. It's probably been there for ages. If it had any significance, the police would have used it. I know, but it's lying right here on top of all these papers. As if it had been dropped here just recently. Dan, feel that paper. It's ice cold. 
Yes, it's like everything else in this house. Now, come on, you can rummage through that desk tomorrow. I'm going upstairs. Do you realize it's nearly midnight? Dan, Dan. For heaven's sake, what is it? Look, look. See that window blind? Look at it. Why, it's moving. Yes, look. Look at it. It's moving up and down all by itself. There's something the matter with the roller. You've seen that happen to window curtains before. They fly way up to the top or down to the bottom of the window when the roller's broken. But, Dan, it... It was just as if some unseen hand moved to that window curtain. That's what it was like. Some unseen hand moved that curtain. <laughs> the redder and Dan see strange things, too. <laughs> Davidson is still trying to make himself known to the people in his house? The hermit will tell you before the night is done. <laughs> the makers of your favorite classic electronic game, Speak and Spell, have teamed up with Dark Forces to bring you this Halloween's newest must-have treat, Speak and Spell, the Ouija Board Edition. Speak and spell Ouija board. Will I marry a prince someday? Yay! Your little spiritualist will enjoy hours of harmless conversation and fun while communicating with entities from beyond. Speak and spell Ouija board. Do I have cooties? Yay! Speak and spell the Ouija board edition, new from Blumhouse Toys. It's a spooky good time. Speak and spell Ouija board. What's your spirit's name? D-E-M-O-N What? D-E-M-O-N Blumhouse Toys not responsible for the unleashing and releasing of trapped demons and their subsidiaries. Night in the central Vermont house, Loretta and Dan are sleeping, but not well. Listen. <laughs> that you can see, or I can see, but I feel pain just the same. Such pain as you never dreamed of in your normal world. Loretta and Dan will suffer the same transformation as I have if they don't get out of this house. I've been convinced for a long time now that it must have been true that my wife Mary realized there was something wrong in this house. That's why she took the sleeping powders that night. She took her own life through fear. But why didn't she warn me? So that I could die. For as it is now, I may go on suffering like this for ages and centuries. There may be thousands of houses all over the world that are under the spell like this one. 
There must be other people living in this strange world like I am. Here it comes again. This wind that lives in this world of purple shadows. Have to warn Loretta and Dan. I've got to get them out of the house. I must propel myself up the stairs and open the door to their room. I'm climbing the stairs now. I can see in the night, can see everything but myself. I think my hand is touching the banister. Now I'm at the top of the stairs. Must open the door to their room. Ah, that wind. It's making me suffer such pain. I must warn them. Loretta. Loretta. She doesn't hear me. Loretta, you must get out of here. Loretta. She's turning in her sleep. What is it? Dan. Dan, wake up. Wake up. What? Wake up, Dan. What would you say? Wake up. Look. There's a strange light in this room. And where's the wind coming from? Loretta, get out. Get out of this house. It's going to be too late. There is a strange light in here. Turn up the night lamp. It it doesn't seem to make any difference. The light is getting stronger and stronger, and the wind, it's its freezing me, freezing my blood. Retta, I feel it too. Let's get out of this room. Help! I can't move! I can't move! Retta, I can't move either! I'm, I'm froze! Help! Someone help us! Help! I can feel my whole body changing! Loretta! What's happening to us? Dan, help me! I, I reached out for you and knocked over the lamp. Loretta, I can't see my hand anymore. I can't see my arms or my legs. Look, look, standing in this room, it, it, it's Uncle Jim! Jim Davidson. Yes, you see me now, for you're changed, the same as I am. What's happened to us? We've entered a strange world. It's this house. It's under some horrible spell. I've been in these shadows since the day I disappeared. Uncle Jim, is there nothing we can do? Nothing? That's our only hope, see? You knocked over that lamp, Dan. This room will soon be all afire. Yes. Let it burn. It may burn down the house and give us the freedom of death. It's our only hope, our only salvation. Death, give us freedom. Let us get out of this torture. Have mercy! Save us! Have mercy! Save us! What's the news, Mr. Lamont? Did they find the bodies? They've gone through the charred wreck of that house for hours. There's no trace of a body there. What, do you think they got out before the house burned? Then where are they? Benson, I don't think they got out. But they didn't find the bodies, Mr. Lamont. They didn't find them. But no one will ever hear of them again. What do you mean? It's difficult to explain to anyone but you. Because you and I know there was something strange about that place. Yes. I was with the firemen when they went through the wreckage. That was their bedroom. There was nothing there. But Benson, as we were going through it, Smoke, of course, was smoldering there, but a huge purple flame sprung up and seemed to lose itself in the atmosphere. It startled me. I stepped back. Firemen thought I'd found something. Of of course, I I couldn't explain to them. I I don't know that I can explain to you. But it was as if, well, as if something registered in my mind and a voice said to me, You'll never find their bodies. They're gone. Gone forever. 
shadows are liberated forever. They're free, no longer tortured. <laughs> turn on your lights, turn them on. <laughs> Pleasant dreams. Happy Halloween from your buddies Jeff and Ray. Yes, happy Halloween. Thanks for joining us as we break our format a little bit this week to do a reboot on an old-time radio show called The Hermit's Cave. We love the old theater of the mind and couldn't resist doing another episode for our Halloween special. We'll be back to our regularly scheduled quest for ghosts, monsters, UFOs, roadside oddities, true crime, and the just plain weird next week. Thank you to our voice actors Michael Leggy, Sharon Reese, and Chris Barber, and of course, me and Jeff. Until next time, remember, the bazaar is closer than you think.